Hello and welcome to another episode of Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. Not a threat. Just a fact. <laughs> I'm Lauren, also known as Khaleesi Marks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh, aka IHOB, aka International House of Benghazi. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> I'm Caroline, aka Fleetwood Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex, aka Hanoi Alex. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> Me too. Oh man. It's go it's so good to hear from you guys. Um so I don't know if any of uh listeners who do not follow us on twitter and patreon know but we put out a poll of uh voting for which hosts will Mm. die once we hit the 200 level mark in our patreon uh subscriber count and uh all four of us on tonight have zero votes so this is going to be the best episode of the podcast ever created this is yeah the immortal blessed angels of the show like the incorruptible pure ones we're yeah, the angel yeah, everyone else is, yeah we've never said everyone else wrong. is full of sin <laughs> well we've spoken about this and like i feel like i've said a lot of cursed things but just it's been swept under the radar i think yeah, it's yeah, just okay when you do things it. on this podcast yeah i don't know why that happens but thanks everyone for completely ignoring me all the time (laughs) thanks for not killing us yeah i guess i don't know if that's the that's the issue is it really don't want to kill us or they've forgotten all of the things that we said like i brought yeeks onto this this platform oh it was your fault unfortunately yeah (laughs) that's a fan favorite though partially oh that's Uh, good i'm so proud of you oh you know what it means a lot so before we get into all of that other news, um, we've I, I suspect we have some geeks and gamers in this podcast, and uh, so welcome to the geek and gamer episode because uh, it's all Smash all the time. I mean, there's others. Y'all hear about video games? So how do I find the geeks and gamers in this podcast? I think the cake is a lie. Is how we- <laughs> there's one. Okay, <laughs> there's one. Yeah. Do we got any more? So. So video games had a birthday uh, this weekend, and I'm really excited because um, Daisy Ridley is apparently in Smash, and I think that's kind of a weird <laughs> thing for her to do now, but I'm excited. I'm just worried that Ryan Johnson is going to ruin the, the series with <laughs> some SJW <laughs> bullshit. You all know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, about. for sure. Yeah, next Mario and Solid Snake will be making out, and there's just be... Political correctness run amok. Oh, so it you is now illegal to play video games if you are heterosexual. I don't make the rules, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Happy Pride. Nintendo makes the rules. <laughs> I think we should announce, like, now that we are going to ban all straight people from the Discord chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, New yeah. policy. Yeah, we got to drop the hammer. Mm. You guys can come back sorry. in July. Right, PD. No. Yeah. June is a gays only event. A... Go home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Abstract, for my life. But thankfully, we have a lot of great patrons and comrades listening to our podcast right now and hearing us on our crystal clear clarity. Um, So we wanted to basically start by talking about the really sad, terrible bullshit first and then getting into the more fun bullshit. 
So yeah, hang in we there. gotta start because it's all bullshit. I mean, oh, oh absolutely. But uh, let's let's get our our uh, stuff, our serious stuff out of the way. We do actually want to recognize and remember Anthony Bourdain, who passed away last week. Yeah, um, he is a well-known uh, fan favorite, I think, of people who like watching shows about travel and cooking, and also. Uh, was a comrade of ours in our dislike of the Henry Kissinger man. And uh, we... Yeah, I have the quote here if you want me to read it. I would love for that to happen. You would love that too. All right. He would. Okay, this is Anthony Bourdain. But in 2001, he wrote in his book, um, once you've been to Cambodia, you'll never stop wanting to beat Henry Kissinger to to death with your bare hands. (laughs) You will never... You will never again be able to open a newspaper and read about that treacherous, provocating, murderous scumbag sitting down for a nice chat with Charlie Rose or attending some black tie affair for a new glossy magazine without choking. Witness what Henry did in Cambodia. The fruits of his genius are statementship, and you will never understand why he's not sitting at the dock at the Haug next to Miloshovic. See, I'm not very good with names, but I think I did it right. I think think you did great. Yeah. That is beautiful. Thank you. It's not like I have any training for how to read stuff or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm not paying for someone to teach me how to read stuff in public. But it was very good, and I appreciate Anthony Bourdain for not only in his book, but also when he was interviewed in other places for continuing to bring up the fact that he hated him so much. <laughs> yeah, and we we will truly miss you anthony bourdain yeah a a real one a real ally um he was in like the past couple years he demonstrated kind of like oh i don't know the word for this so cut this if this isn't the word but reticence for um like kind of buying into kitchen like broy macho culture in the past and like he was an outspoken Mm -hmm. feminist and Mm -hmm. like fuck harvey weinstein because he raped um his girlfriend and mm-hmm. uh yeah and yeah it was very yeah he was very open to when um the me too stuff really started uh spreading into the restaurant industry like being very candid about the fact that you know looking back and realizing like why didn't people feel comfortable coming to me with this information and like that i think is really a, a useful thing for uh, a man in power or anybody in power really to do when somebody uh comes forward about that stuff it's like well what can i do so that people feel more comfortable disclosing this stuff to me in the future and uh what a what a cool guy i saw a story on twitter from a woman who worked in the restaurant industry who said that um she had been dealing with sexual harassment from a busboy for like weeks and weeks um and like nothing happened until anthony bourdain like spoke to management like on her behalf even though like she had been speaking like to them about the situation too and they didn't really listen but like that's how you use um like your maleness and like by extension like whiteness straightness like for good you get people of mm-hmm. power to listen to you because they don't listen yeah. to you if you're not mm-hmm. yeah i think the real touching thing is obviously people sharing like how much his tv shows and how much his cooking really inspired mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. there were so many people saying like you're the reason why i'm a chef but also his you know his politics the type of person he was uh 
I, when I, I read an article that was basically, it just openly said that he had an amazing amount of empathy, yeah. which yeah. I think is really a, a human trait which we don't cherish mm-hmm. and praise enough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A lot of people, I feel like, talked about he was really rare because he had a lot of empathy for the people who deserved it and then a lot of contempt for the horrible people. Yeah, I actually wanted to read that tweet. Um, mm-hmm. It says, watching Bourdain made me feel that contempt and kindness could coexist in the same person and create a very tender alchemy that made one generous to friends and unrelenting to enemies. The best kind of human to be in my book. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually knew someone who was pretty much exactly like that, a very strong sense of like righteousness and empathy who also died by suicide. So it's just, <sighs> it's just very sad. There's nothing else yeah, to say, but it it's is. just sad. We will miss him very much. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and of course we want you all listening to know that we care about you too, and we are happy that you are here. Um, yes. And, and that- if anything, if you ever want to seek help, then we more than encourage that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm almost positive that a majority of the hosts on this podcast are you know, seeking some kind of help or reaching out to counseling, that kind of thing. And it can, it can really make a world of difference. And in these shitty, shitty times, we really need you here, at least so we can all celebrate the death of Henry Kissinger together. <laughs> <laughs> Not a threat, I, I just got back from like three months of uh, bad brain treatment and stuff like that. And I would like to say that, um, Remember that you have to outlive Donald Trump. There will <laughs> yeah. come a God. day when that motherfucker is in the ground and you want to be around for it. Absolutely. Oh, happy happy gonna... birthday, oh, Donnie, yeah, happy by birthday. the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... Happy birthday, happy death day. <laughs> now in theaters. Um, yeah, it's on the day we're recording this, June 14th, It's he's turned 72 today. What a big boy. The oldest what a... and dumbest president. he's up there but before oh yeah oh for sure but before we get into um our oldest and dumbest president and all the stuff he's gotten into this week um you know it's not we 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 don't want to just be all uh fuck republicans all the time but you know fuck the democrats too but fuck the democrats because uh apparently the dnc recently created a rule saying that only registered democratic party members can run for president as democrats so blatantly the thing that people didn't like about bernie sanders what last election season was the fact that he was running as a democrat but was not a democratic (laughs) party member he uh was an independent for a very long time so so basically it's still it's still bernie's fault that uh (laughs) <laughs> Hillary Khaleesi didn't win. It's actually Susan Sarandon's fault. <laughs> oh, I was right, going to yeah. say, do you remember when people were like, you clearly hate women because you don't want there to be a female president? Because the really, the thing you should base your, um, the leader of your country on should just be their gender. Yeah, yeah of course. And now Hillary political- Clinton, like, she's throwing herself behind Andrew Cuomo as opposed to Cynthia Nixon, who would be the first, like, oh, female governor. Oh, of course. Governor, uh. so. That that She's line of attacking well. <laughs> yeah, there's Hillary. A- why do you hate lesbians? <laughs> Hillary Clinton is a homophobe. You heard it here first. She literally is. <laughs> uh, yeah, she literally is. But, yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> there was a uh, p- 
Politico poll that uh, asked a group of like young Americans based based on demographic, you know, do you want politicians to be more like Bernie Sanders or less like Bernie Sanders? And the people who want politicians to be more like Bernie Sanders were mostly women and mostly people of color. So the white Bernie bros ruining America narrative and is mostly a people making under $50,000 a year. What? That's important. <laughs> That's weird. Like, what a weird the Rick, correlation The people that making is. over $100,000 a year didn't really like Bernie Sanders. I wonder why uh-huh. that is. Huh. A There's real no thing. I wonder, if, I wonder if that means anything. <laughs> it, no, they don't like him because he ran as an independent and not a Democrat. That's why. The thing is, is that it feels like we're learning nothing. Like the Democrats we, are going to lose so hard, dude. 2016, we've and like di- you know, a bunch of different uh, primaries happened this week, also. So, like Virginia, oh god, their Virginia can- GOP nominee for Senate, literal is, white supremacist, uh, literally a white supremacist, like neo Confederate, palling around person. with the people who organized the Charlottesville rallies under the pretext mm-hmm. that it was about preserving Southern heritage because, of course, the centerpiece of that whole mess was like a statue of a Confederate general. I fucking mm-hmm. forget which one. Who cares? They're all... They all have worms in their skulls now. <laughs> They're all, and they fucking lost. They fucking lost. Like, there was... A, there's been, like, kind of a recent debate about taking down, like, Nelson and Churchill statues. Mm. But at least they fucking won. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, the <laughs> Confederates were fucking traitors who lost. Why are you celebrating them? Good I mean, I know it's because question. of, like, racist yeah, white ladies, race- but... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that always the answer? <laughs> yeah, that's, um... I am in the beautiful state of Ohio, which is really humid right now. It's not fun to be here right now. But anyway, like, sometimes when you're driving through rural areas, you see people waving Confederate flags in front of their house. And it's like, do you know that we fought for the United States? You literally Mm -hmm. do not have an excuse to be flying that piece of shit. You have no excuse besides you're racist. Listen to the uh, recent dollop episode on Dianne Feinstein, the senator from California, for another (laughs) example of uh, why are you guys flying the Confederate flag here? We fought for the Union and we're in California. I think San Francisco. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing about, like, the Confederate flag is it is, like, I mean, even over here and, like, in Canada and stuff, outside the U.S., it's kind of just seen as, like, it's a fun American thing. As a po- Jesus Christ. Like, I've, and, se- um, I've seen stuff with, like, a big Confederate flag towel. I was walking through, like, my local shopping place, and there was a Confederate flag, and I was like, what the f- Why? <laughs> what? I was just confused more than upset. In middle school, um, when I was, like, 11 or 12, our school musical was, like, a take on Cinderella, but it was set in the um, Civil War South. Oh, and it was just like the Southerners, <laughs> and like oh I God. didn't realize how fucked up that was until I was like in high school, and I was remembering like all the dramas I did in middle school, and, and like holy shit, we did Confederate apologia. <laughs> this is a normal. Wait, normal so what side was Cinderella children. on? She no, the Cinderella's. Oh Christ! Is she just this, like a, a seven like belt. Her, her big song was like, Hail to the Girl Who Saved the Confederacy. 
What? No! <laughs> I'm not. Oh old. my god! <laughs> <laughs> You're in Ohio! I know! <laughs> I don't know what oh, happened. It was bad. Oh, it was bad. White supremacy. There was actually a character named Beauregard. Like Jeff Sessions' middle name. Jesus so. Christ. Oh, we're going <laughs> to get to that. We're going to get to fucking Jeff Sessions. Uh, can I take a real, just quick minute? Not yes. a minute, a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. I just want to say to everyone who gets married on a plantation to go fuck themselves. Right, yeah. Please, please because do go fuck yourself. I keep thinking about how Ryan Reynolds and fucking uh, Blake Lively got married on a plantation oh, yeah, and they're like that. major celebrities. When I go into like, like my local grocery store, they have like, you know, outdoor furniture and a bunch of it says like plantation style. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, that's not a that's you not know, a fashion. You deserve to be haunted. <laughs> Like, you deserve <laughs> to be haunted, is what you're asking for. You are asking for all kinds of shit. And you, but this wouldn't happen if you just got married at the beach, like everybody else. Like, calm down. Oh, you know when you just want to, it's like a nice warm day, and you want to sit on your porch and have some iced tea and listen to the sounds of uh, slaves getting whipped. Like, just a, just a calming day. afternoon. Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck Ugh. them. Sorry. <laughs> This this whole tangent is is an evidence of the absolute bullshit that we have to deal with in American politics and how you know God yeah democratic membership is is the is the one thing that we're supposed to care about you know we have to care about party line over Seriously. actually you know I want to say one ideology. more thing on the tangent uh, yes the please. same people oh who defend Confederate monuments and like fly the Confederate flag. Um, they're the same people who say like, well, Democrats are the real racists because they were the party of the Confederacy and the KKK. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't like, quite mm. square. Anyway, let's move on. Mm. Let's stop talking about our stupid country. <laughs> At least this part of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, m- moving on from that part Cinderella. of American history to a little bit more recent part of American history. So, Trump and Kim Jong-un finally uh, hung out in Singapore. There was some worry yeah. that that wasn't going to happen. They're friends. But they he did it. Sleepover. And they apparently- literally had like a boys' sleepover. They played uh, like N64 and <laughs> ate some popcorn, ordered a pizza in. It was super Mario cute. Mario Party 2. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship ended with Macron. Now Kim is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, Trump was so excited, I guess, in the press when he was talking about the meeting. He was hyping up how much they have in common and, like, what a cool guy. And, you know, not everybody can can lead a country like uh, Kim Jong-un could, which, of course, he had a great time. Oh, man. So he had a great time. And the thing is, is that there is a narrative that uh, North Korea is, like, you know, evil on Earth and that... There, we have just no idea why on earth that uh, North Korea and I and us in the, Uni- in the United States are having so many problems. So I do want to push back against that. But at the same time, it does look kind of fucked up that you, the president of the United States, are like, yeah, this dictator dude, I love him. We should, we chill. He knows where to get good weed. He's the best. I love him. <laughs> like, yeah, His dealer is... We've got to square the fact that it's stupid for, like, the Democrats to criticize Trump for palling around with dictators when, like, all of them, like, pal around with, like, the Saudis and, um, you know, back Ooh, in the day, okay, like, the Shah okay, of tea. Iran, that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Pinochet, we propped wow. him up. Um, 
but like at the same time, it's 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 not very comforting that Trump seems to have such an affinity for strong men like um, like Kim and like Putin and like Duterte in the Philippines. It's uh, yeah. He he likes autocrats. I don't really like. And that, <laughs> yeah, that's all he cares they're, about is that they're tough, tough boys. And that they're nice. He's to like. Him. That's all. Yeah, he cares I feel about. like Trump is like the Vince McMahon of politics. He is. Mm-hmm. He just likes guys who are like fucking huge and strong and like <laughs> killing people, but not necessarily really cares about their ability in the ring. And the ring is global politics. <laughs> yeah, yes. that sounds about right. Like. Uh, Trump, before going to hang out with his new best friend, he went to the G7 um, summit, I believe in Germany, just because I saw so many pictures of Angela Merkel. But, like, the thing is, is the... (laughs) He's, like, basically talking about, like, we're not going to trade with Canada anymore. We're going to do all sorts of... We're going to just cut trade with all these different countries. We're going to, like, do all this, you know, president deals. President deals. And it is... It's so... Oh, it was in Quebec. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming Angela in. Angela Merkel can fly, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she can just leave the country. I didn't know this. <laughs> I, there was an article on, I think, WAPO talking about how Trump, like, really didn't want to go to the G7 meetings. And he would, and instead of, like, being an adult and just going and acting like a normal adult human dealing with something that they have to do but don't want to he was acting like a Mm -hmm. 10 year old child being dragged to like 8 a.m mass and that (laughs) they said he was like crossing his arms the whole time and like swiveling in his chair and like aimlessly (sighs) smiling at people and showed up late and left early that's how he looked in the picture too though he was just like hmm yeah that's leave me alone well, not to roast Trump, but he does always look like an annoyed toddler. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That's very true. He just wants his Fox and, and Friends and his Game Boy and his bet. He wants to go hang out with his best friend, Kim. Yeah, Mom, can I go over to Kim's house? He has to do Mario Kart. They have pizza rolls there. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, apparently Kim likes to uh, eat just shit ton of cheese and wine. Well, same. So, I like, mean, me too, like... And he has and he's friends it. with Dennis Rodman. Who wouldn't want to hang out with oh, him? Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman was there. <laughs> We're just having a normal with his time. His MAGA hat and his uh Bitcoin or pot coin. coin. Weed crypto- coin. Yeah. Weed coin. I'm pot, pot coin. coin. Yeah, his <laughs> cryptocurrency <laughs> shit. It's just like That's so normal. Man, what a good time we're in and mm-hmm. fucking fox and friends accidentally called trump and kim the two dictators when they were talking about the uh was it an accident though hmm i don't know <laughs> they are both dicks so yeah i do want to yeah, mention oh, they do both but the dick and dictator <laughs> oh. oy, oy. i do want to mention like Oops. like we were kind of saying like the way people talk about north korea can be get pretty fucked up sometimes and really like racist basically uh (laughs) for sure so it's like it's really hard for me personally to find that balance of like how much you know that we're told is true um and uh, like i don't know especially because propaganda yeah exactly like north korea that's what the cia does (laughs) yeah that's what america does that's what the media does so i mean i I get a little bit frustrated with like people on twitter that are like 
everything you've ever learned about North Korea is a lie. They've never done anything yeah. wrong. Yeah, under no circumstances yeah. do you gotta hand it to them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're definitely... We're, there's no excuse for human rights abuses. And we definitely, obviously, uh, are not North Korea fans. But it's important to realize that every single country tries to paint other countries as bad guys and good guys Mm -hmm. like these are our friends these are our enemies and the simple fact of the matter is you really need to analyze the fucking reasons why they're doing that exactly Mm -hmm. yeah because there's a reason why we're like oh now we're friends with north korea or maybe we'll have a little conversation see how it goes we'll go on a tinder date and see how it you know (laughs) Yeah. And that's, like, um, that's the thing in the U.S. is that we, I think, on the whole, as a country, don't talk about the Korean War or, like, how yeah, we ended up Jesus. here. Not it's all. just like, North Korea is crazy and they're mean to us and we don't know why. And, you know, it's we never, it's never that simple. on them. Just. Yeah. Yeah. We, and no one, we I, a lot I of don't remember the Koreans. exact number, but I think it was more than, like, we dropped during the entire like Pacific arena of World War II yeah, or something Citations like that. Citations Needed has a early episode about this. I believe they said one in five. Yeah. Like so Just to be clear, one in five fuck. North Koreans that we murdered. Yeah, in the past week yeah. I saw um like a piece in like some news outlet about like oh Trump is meeting with North Korea and they have this um American atrocity museum and oh anti-American propaganda like why do you think they have that it's because yeah. we fucking yeah. did atrocities dumbass <laughs> yeah. we if did one that. fifth of our fucking population was killed do you not think there'd be a fucking museum yeah. about it <laughs> I mean we have a holocaust museum in America like mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean god I can go to the fucking museum now and find something about like the blitz yeah every time Every conflict, every single conflict is pretty much documented in some sort of historical context. Mm-hmm. Be it a museum, be it a documentary, be it just text. Like, it's there. You can't be surprised that they have that. Again, also, yeah. um, the good podcast, the smart podcast, like our citations needed, talked about. Even like when we do approach like anti war sentiments in um how we talk about our past wars it's more about like the effect it had on like our troops like how we when we talk about vietnam now it's like how we talk about how we sent just waves and waves of 18 year olds into hell which i mean we did but not so much like my lie and like all the millions of vietnamese civilians that were killed um the secret fucking bombing of Cambodia. Thanks, Henry Kissinger. All of that is not really talked about mm. much. Yeah, yeah. It's Speaking of which, so, if you think us ending the military exercises with South Korea is a bad thing, fuck I think, you. Fuck off. Yeah. Shut <laughs> like, the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who views that as like a, a, a valid v- bargaining chip, you you love war. Whether you th- you love Why war. Why the fuck are we there? There's no reason yeah. for us to have military outposts. No, all over but the world. But wouldn't it be like totally fun to intimidate North Korea just for like shits and gigs? Yeah, sounds great. I do like games? The bands. I do like war games. The bands, yeah. Do you, yeah. hey war gamers, war geeks and gamers? <laughs> Big fans. You know what? They should just play some Smash together, and then that'll solve everything. I think. And 
Like, from the news, it doesn't sound like anything really changed after this summit, as far as we know right now. So, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad. The important I'm glad thing Trump had fun. what if the real North Korea peace talks were the friends we made along the way? <laughs> and for that's Trump, that's his new best friend, Kim. So, I think it was well, a success. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did read a, um, listen, update on the psychic predictions for 2018, but a couple of them did say that Trump would, like, figure something out and people would like him, so I am on guard just for psychic predictions 2018. Uh All right. Okay. Get ready. Get ready, (laughs) folks. Mary-Kate Olsen is going to be pregnant. It's going to be... A tsunami hitting Iceland. Oh, like no. shit's gonna go fucking wild. Well, I don't remember is... anything else that came up on that thing at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That's if a tsunami okay. does hit Iceland and Mary Kay Olsen is pregnant, um, we're fucked. Then not I a guess threat. I'm psychic. <laughs> not a threat. We did not cause any of this. Speak we just for predicted it. Just oh, my good. third eye. Oh man. So. While Trump is having a good time abroad, uh, making new friends, it turns out that the United States knows a little bit something about human rights abuses on uh, people who live here. So there's been a lot of really, really horrible uh, reporting that's been uh, shared in the last couple of days and weeks that uh, turns out that ICE is just trying to fucking deport anybody that isn't white and isn't mm-hmm. that just great everyone um so there's a journalist jacobs uh Skarboff, i believe is his name um he just posted a really long twitter thread about being one of the few journalists to go into um uh casa uh gosh they but it's a camp that's essentially concentration camp where for children. An- it's in a concentration camp they're basically putting yeah. the children of undocumented it's overcrowded immigrants that they they take away from their families into this abandoned Walmart that they've turned into basically a jail to where they have Ugh. two hours of one hour where they can be outside and one hour of free time. And then that's it. And like they it's it's a jail. Like there's these in, there's pictures of like these Trump murals on the wall. Incredibly and like dystopian. The cots. It's, it's so disturbing. The murals are like, so and, fucked up. Yeah, it's like, like this is a joke. Like what? Like two like, things though. It's like, one, this is how they're treating children. So, one, they're children, and two, how the fuck are they treating adults? Yeah. And this is the face they're putting on for publicity. This is the face they're putting on for the press. So, what the fuck is happening right, behind yeah, those doors? Um, people mentioned how, I, I mean, it's not that far of a stretch at this point. Like, it, we're not there yet, but it's not that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy to make the comparison. Um, the Nazis would have the Red Cross come in to examine the concentration camps. Jesus. Um, and they oh, would, yeah. like, make them oh, as palatable-looking as possible, and, like, the Red Cross officials weren't allowed to talk to the inmates. Um, and, you know, it would just be... It would look somewhat humane for, like, a day, and then it would go back to normal Nazi business. Well, I mean, like... Yeah, there's so many cases of like and like prisoners are like prisoners of war camps and stuff where it's mm-hmm. like okay, when we have someone else in, we'll make it look pretty. It's so like you can't not be just terrified and scared for these children. Yeah, yeah. in that who've been uh, separated from their families. Um, thread 
I believe he actually said that the policy that he found up for the shelter was as soon as like any press were on site, the first call was to like their superiors and then the second was to the cops. Like immediately. Yeah. So what the does Department that of tell Health and you? Human Services invited those journalists in. So the normal policy is call the superiors and call the cops if anybody in the press comes around. God. And like Oh my I god. I like, feel so despondent. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I should have, you know what my nickname should have been was KK Keebler Elf Jeff Sessions <laughs> motherfucker got on All right, so. CNN today and was like, oh, well, Romans one. let me quote the Bible about, you know, obeying the rules God wants us you to obey made the rules the of the government. You made the fucking law, you piece of shit. Yeah. You're talking about how it's like godly to obey the law. You made that fucking law and he's specifically talking about as separating children from families which i read a whole other thread today about um there was like a baby attached to its mother's oh breast like as oh. it was like ripped away yeah like during breastfeeding and um yeah. someone who was a mother who nursed talked about like how unbelievably painful that would be how painful just like nursing itself is because the baby's just like so latched on and how like, like um God. because of the post-pregnancy hormones like your breasts will like fill with milk and if you can't yeah. if you don't have a breast pump, pump. or you don't have a baby yeah. to like get it, it's just torture and that's can get physically infected, not and it's psychologically so, yeah. it's, uh, chris hayes fucking tweeted about how there is a couple of parents who once a week can Skype with their eight-month-old because immigration authorities detain them. Can you fucking imagine? Like, oh, I, once a week I get to talk to my baby. I don't know what we can Ugh. do besides just all, like, putting our bodies in front of the detention centers. Yeah. So, I, I've basically, heard um, that happening in the future, and, like, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked there's I not more like I'm gay, but like I'll be there. I ICE is a terrorist organization and they absolutely prosecute ICE, all of that. But of course, they never face any consequences because it's disgusting. America. And I I've, I've I mean, I feel physically sick like reading, mm -hmm. listening to all of this. And because it is it's falling back on that fucking like I don't know how to explain to you that you should that care about other people. Exactly. Yeah, you should care about fucking children and fucking human beings and fucking parents and the psychological and physical pain they are in when you rip away and you break down families and you mm -hmm. destroy people. Like, and they're taking away bit by bit, like, oh, we won't make exceptions for people running from abuse or gang violence. Hey, or, yeah, I'd like to oh, talk about gonna, that for a second. So, um, we're gonna, oh, get, this go week, yeah. one of the terrible stories was that... Um, a father who had been living here for 20 years and was naturalized was suddenly detained by ICE out of the blue because 20 years, like 20 years ago, he had a domestic violence conviction with um, his like now wife that he served his community um, community service for and went to an anger management classes. Like, I, I mean, domestic violence, but like he did his time for it. He like repented for it by all accounts mm. and ice is using this 20 year old conviction to say that this person is not amenable to the united states and should be deported just because he's brown and has 
some vague justification. So when Trump says, like, animal criminals, this is, they're chipping away at it, um, you know. They're going to keep not moving the, the, the There's the been plenty of bar. cases, not just during the Trump administration, like Obama's is just as guilty, if not so openly, of mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. citizens, like American citizens who have been detained for months on end by ICE yes. because they were Hispanic and maybe didn't speak English. It's just something we can do. And I think the Supreme Court ruled early this year that... Um, indefinite, und- indefinite yeah, detainment indef- is something. I, they don't have a right do. to a tri- eventual trial if you are not a citizen. So How? that's... I, I that's want to... fucking right. I can't say what I want to do because the Secret Service would come after our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not a threat. I, not a I, threat. It's literally because they don't view them as human. Oh, hey, yeah, I I forgot the tension I was going on. So, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just so mad at everything. Yeah, valid. They're deporting this person who served his time for his domestic violence, um, what he did. But at the same time, Jeff Sessions is revoking asylum for domestic violence is no longer a reason you can come to this country. So, oh my god. Um, yeah. It's what do you say? What else do you even fucking well, say? Well, I mean, I, I was gonna say, like, oh, they don't really care about fucking white American citizens who commit violent crimes. Obviously. Like, no, there's no. Like, you can fucking go to the police. I mean, you can go to the police and say someone hit me and they just go oh, sorry so there is an it's, it's an excuse really like and then just just double just doubling down that actually we really don't care about people's safety mm. we just don't want brown people in our country exactly yeah yeah it's it's so bold oh and then um, today um no, oh, no okay. go on this is something unrelated mostly oh because i was talking to talk about today the uh a story came out that in slate that uh they were going to look into those who had been naturalized and start taking people's passports to quote unquote address fraud and denaturalize people. So I don't know what we can do to help people in this situation or like guidance we can move toward. There are a bunch of different um, human rights and immigration organizations that are like actively fighting this. So it's not like we're just Oh well, let's. But yeah, well, there's, like, there, there are, are people, people who are this. trying to um, to make the situation better. But Jesus Christ, like it's not even like they're just like gonna take away passports now. Yeah. Um, so I mean, recently in the UK, uh, there was uh, a scandal. When it happened, I wasn't. I was like really busy, so I couldn't come and talk about it. But there was basically. Did you guys hear about the Windrush scandal? Yes. yes. Yeah. And I mean, I remember because I'm my uh, grandparents were part of the Windrush generation. Wait, I don't know what this is. Okay, real quick. So basically in between like after World War Two and in like the sort of I think in like the 70s, 60s, um, there was a really large uh, uh, immigration of people from the Commonwealth. So mainly like West Indian and south asian Mm. people moved to britain Mm. and uh, in like a couple of months ago 
basically funnily enough it was found out that the fucking tories were deporting people who were british citizens my whole life my parents have been like your grandparents were invited here they got a fucking letter saying you know come over and we'll give you citizenship Mm-hmm. So it was all 100%, everyone is a legitimate citizen. But they lost the papers and used this as an excuse to deny people health care, to deny people rights, to deport people, mostly of West Indian descent. Oh, Jesus. And I remember just the, like, me as, you know, what, like a second generation immigrant, um, I was terrified and I remember, like, people I know were scared mm-hmm. because you start immediately thinking, oh, my paper's in order, like, what's going I was born here, I'm, you know, my parents were, and it's... So I can't imagine the feeling that these people must be having and how terrifying it is and to have your own country tell you that you are not a, a citizen, you're not a person to them, you're not even a human being. Right. Right, and then it's dipl- like the diplomatic, like the not diplomatic, the um, like that the the system itself, like the paperwork and shit, all of that, like is enough to just completely disqualify you from humanity mm-hmm. in the eyes of the government. Yeah, it's just a piece of paper that because I mean I believe that I think uh, the Home Secretary just was like, oh, we don't need them anymore, and then one thing rolled into another and it was all clearly racist bullshit because they did want to get rid of people mm-hmm. that was it they wanted to get rid of people who were old or sick because a lot of obviously this happened in like the middle of the 20th century a lot of people now are like in their 50s and 60s who came over as children mm. or their grand or their parents who are in their 80s or 90s and their people died people were left homeless Mm-hmm. and just the way they're treating uh these citizens because they are citizens fuck off they're human beings in america is you wouldn't treat a dog like that no frankly really. no because dogs mean more than literally brown people. people get more mad about dogs than people <laughs> it's true like, Does the dog die in this movie? Because if it does, I can't watch it. But I will watch. You know, a bunch of brown people get massacred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it's, it's a puppy. Anyway. <laughs> also, I do go to DoesTheDogDie.com a lot. Like full disclosure. <laughs> well, if you if you do, you're that's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of paper that we decided Oh my god. God. So host of the show Sam isn't here to fully explain the story of the breakdown that he had once he read this story. But it (laughs) No, it broke my brain too. It's I It turns out Please read this because I can't. That uh, our very smart and good president Our very smart president um, all of all of the documents that he signs and looks over and drafts of bills that go through him um, need to all go to uh, the archives, like the presidential archives. Um, but he can't stop ripping them up. He can't, he can't stop taking. <laughs> no, you say can't. And bills. The correct. He will not stop. The correct word is won't. 
They pass him. He's ripping up important things that need to be saved. Some people so, rip up official documents to cope. Exactly. And it's so valid. Trump is valid. <laughs> <laughs> the story broke in Politico that um, there are staffers who's these two staffers who have since left the White House and spoke to the magazine, but we can assume that there are still staffers who do this. Their job is to tape up all of the ripped pieces of paper that our good president has torn and made illegible. I would like to, to read the first uh, couple paragraphs of this. Um, Solomon Lardy, who earns an annual salary of $65,000 a year as a records management analysis, was a career ah. government official with close to 30 years under his belt. But he had never seen anything like this in any previous administration he had worked for. He had never had to tape the president's papers back together again. Armed with rolls of clear scotch tape, Lardy and his colleagues would sift through large piles of shredded paper and put them back together, he said, like a jigsaw puzzle. Sometimes the papers would just be split down the middle, but other times they would be torn into pieces so small they looked like confetti. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and continuing on, um, under the Presidential Records Act, the White House must preserve all memos, letters, emails, and papers that the President touches, sending them to the National Archives for safekeeping as historical records. But White House aides realized early on that they were unable to stop Trump from ripping up paper <laughs> after he was done with it <laughs> and throwing it in the trash or on the floor. According to people familiar with the practice, instead they chose to clean it up for him in order to make sure that the president wasn't violating the law. They were unable to stop him. They Just have gone <laughs> to the president multiple times and said, "Mr. President, sir, you can't, you can't keep, you can't keep ripping up every single piece of paper. It's against the law." And the president looked at them and said, "No." And so they, the White House decided the best way to deal with this was to ha assemble an entire team of people making seventy thousand dollars a year to put to together an eight hundred piece. Together to <laughs> <laughs> My brain is breaking okay. out again. Like, this, I have this, a couple of things to say. This story broke our Discord. <laughs> Please go on while I collect my thoughts. Um. <laughs> Okay, first one. Remember earlier when I kind of said Donald Trump looked like a toddler? He, he is! He is! He's a fucking... If I gave my goddamn... If I had a fucking two-year-old in front of me and I was like, here's a piece of paper, they would rip it up. Like, yes. and the other thing, um, why can't they just give him, like, like laminated paper? <laughs> He'd probably like, just give him paper he can't rip. Or like I guess an iPad. Because they have to make make notes on it. <gasps> Why can't? Okay. Ugh. You know when Detroit become human? Oh no. No. <laughs> Where every single fucking like piece of magazine is like a fucking weird iPad. Oh, yeah. Like every oh, paper yeah, right. is a fucking okay. iPad. Do that. Do it. <laughs> and then who was the person who said um, Henry Kissinger become dead? <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> Do <laughs> okay uh, thanks yeah. to steal jokes as we do on the show i just 
he's I, it's like trying to make happy, him like eat his like broccoli like like just like happy 72nd birthday Donald Trump. <laughs> 72 the years oldest toddler. he's benjamin button but not physically <laughs> that's for sure. Ooh. what being a bit, you know, <laughs> mean about his appearance that he doesn't look young at 72. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Are you shaming Donald Trump for looking old? Not necessarily. I'm not, I'm not trying to be ageist. No. I'm you're, just saying. You're age shaming. I'm just saying that he, he shoves, he just eats nothing but McDonald's and in like what? Diet Coke? Yeah. He He's doesn't a- believe in exercise and he drinks like a ton of Diet Coke. So he's on a fine. he's on a diet now, everyone. We should be cheering him on. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he's, he's at Weight that, Watchers. It's like that uh, Regina George part where she's like, "I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all carb diet." So that's exactly what's happening right now. But the most important thing is that our dear, wonderful, <laughs> smart president <laughs> also. In uh, it fa- another happy birthday surprise oh, for him. Caroline's gone. Oh no! Uh oh. We could keep going. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Okay. Where were you, Lauren? Um, I was. <laughs> so it's happy birthday to our dear president, and it turns <laughs> We're out so today, proud of him. here's here's a fun <laughs> birthday surprise: is that uh, he's being sued because oh, yeah. it turns out he wrote down physical notes of. Trump Foundation money going to his personal account. So and then he's them being up. sued at least five different times uh, about the five different instances at least of him very explicitly using money meant to go to charity organizations to fund his own money or Mar-a-Lago. Basically, he wrote. He literally wrote a note that said, "Take this out of the foundation, and not. It's not not of the personal account." He <clears throat> violated the Stringer Bell rule, which is never take notes about a criminal fucking conspiracy. And yet here we are. Well, he's a genius. Oh, this is man. imagine he's gonna go into court and say, uh-huh, "I was trolling." <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> are you mad, Judge? <laughs> He's just gonna face the camera on, uh, <laughs> meme and then fucking back out. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> so maybe uh, I don't know. You know, we've been saying maybe for the last what year and a half that we've had this uh, president situation going on. That uh, maybe this will be the thing. Oh yeah, they're gonna get him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be it. But you know what? Probably not. Um, has anything bad ever okay. happened to him in his entire... Has he ever faced a single consequence ever? Uh, I'm not sure really. someone slapped him once, but that's about it. Like, yeah, I'm sure I, he was in a nightclub and someone... He was in Studio 54 and he looked kind of sad once. I remember that. Oh God, I wish that were me. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to be sad in Studio 54. No, no, I mean, I'm slapping sad. him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sad everywhere else. Why else we could as well be sad in a fucking nightclub? <laughs> The thing is, is I'm trying to recall, like, parts in the dollop episode about him where, like, all of the things that he's done and, like, if there was any kind of consequence for it. And it doesn't sound like there ever was. From what I remember, the worst that ever happened is he ended up having to pay people for the job that they did. And, like, (laughs) and, and usually less than he, like, agreed to pay them. 
and he was always pissed about that having to pay them at all mm-hmm. well wasn't the thing is that he like underpays people so then they sue him but then he's got all the fucking lawyers on retainer yeah. so he doesn't yeah. lose anything he's a piece of shit i don't know if this is like sorry i don't mean yeah. to be mean are to we him. allowed to say I'm that not. he's a nice guy i know he's got <laughs> he's you doing know, his toddler best <laughs> he's trying <laughs> he's trying he's uh, valid no <laughs> never say to me the words Trump is valid and trying his best <laughs> he's trying it's hard it's, I mean it must be hard to be president with worm brain yeah I mean it has to be remember how that was literally hey, like I- the first full year of his presidency was people being like well he's new to this he's trying give him a break <laughs> maybe you should have fucking elected him yeah. then <laughs> Yeah, weird, weird. Oh, huh. uh, he's doing good now, so it's fine. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah, everything's good. So uh, let's let's get into. I don't know if we have any other shoutouts, but there's one shoutout that we wanted to oh. mention. I have a shoutout. Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, it's today as we're recording this. I mean, not now because it's midnight for me. Uh, but on the fourteenth of June, it's been one year since Grenfell. A year? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just wanted to... There's been a lot of, uh, like, uh, services today and lots of remembering. And, uh, I mean, I know I talk about this a lot, but it's finally covered up. Mm. The tower. Wow. Because, like, I passed it a couple of weeks ago and they were mostly done, but it's been a year and it was just there as just this like mausoleum God. essentially it's so horrible to see and i've seen it a couple of times um in person and it's yeah it's horrible but today there was a lot of um yeah just a lot of really beautiful things people were saying and a lot of emotions so i want to shout out all the survivors and the families everyone in the area of north kensington who was affected and my c because it's the best one yeah that is nice it's a good shout out i'm proud of them thank you i just want to remind i can be nice sometimes (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i was saying Yes. Take it's, that. No, critics. it's good. I, 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 you, you mentioned it was the anniversary, but I didn't realize it. It had happened like only a year ago. If that makes sense, it just, I don't know. Like, yeah. God, I'm, I'm glad that you that you mentioned that, and I saw that there were uh, lots of, you know, demonstrations and kind of public mourning in to commemorate it today and. Oh boy! Yeah. Thank you there's for also um, yeah, there's an inquiry on at the moment as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, which apparently is going to take another year in itself, but hopefully, um, you know, we get justice for That'd be this. <laughs> oh, hello! Hi. We're glad you're back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> anyway. I, um, yeah, there's an inquiry on at the moment, and hopefully we will have justice and uh, peace for the 72 people we lost. Mm-hmm. And just remember that this yes. all happened because of unchecked capitalism. Yeah, and yep. there might be fucking other blogs at risk. Oh, absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah, there's a, there was absolutely no reason for that to happen. Yeah. No. They're just devastating. Well, it was greed. That's what happened. Yeah, but I mean. I know. Yeah, no. There's no reason for that many people to be put in danger and be injured and die. Yes. So another okay. shout out we wanted to mention, um, and some and some pretty cool news. Um, so I want to say this is in Seattle. So the city council. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, can I talk about this? Oh, of course. I yes. have the article up. Um, yes. Uh, so in um, Seattle, there has been kind of an ongoing thing with Amazon, where Seattle they passed a. Um, what was called a head tax where every company making more than 20 million dollars a year in income would pay 275 dollars in tax per employee Mm -hmm. to the city and that fund would go to um homeless uh shelters and homeless outreach programs um and health services like stuff like that um this was already a compromise between seattle and like the rich pieces of shit who own companies that make more than 20 million dollars a year like Bezos in particular mm-hmm. down to $275 a head from $500 a head but the uh, Amazon kept like putting pressure on the city council and like the bootlickers they are they acquiesced and now Bezos is keeping all of that money reminder that Bezos is the person who said um I actually like don't know what to do with all my money besides like throw it into space just see what happens mm-hmm. see how that goes for me but yet yeah, he's so desperately wants to keep this $275 a person tax to himself even though like he obviously does not need the no. money because he's a piece of shit so at the Seattle City Council meeting my President, <laughs> my troop went up during open comments and said, "What's up, bootlickers?" Yeah. And he said, "I'm tired of this fucking shit. I'm a father. I'm a veteran, and I'm an anarchist. Those are three people you don't want to piss off all right. Go and ahead. Talking about like how how dare you people let um so many of your own citizens die in the fucking streets and children sleeping in the streets instead just to like suck Amazon's dick and are these mm -hmm. your words or his and then he he, and then he ended by like saying because when it's our turn we won't make excuses for the terror marks so like really (laughs) okay he dropped Um, the fucking mic and the city council responded to that by saying um like our next speaker is blah 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 and please remember speakers that there are children president <laughs> present <laughs> i mean there is a child president hey. Hey. <laughs> we got it retire but like it, it it's cool that it's more offensive to say the f word than it is to let homeless people die and suffer in poverty because you gotta you gotta keep in the good graces with Bezos. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That like so yeah, it encouraged everybody to go tell your city council that they're bootlickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, Boston's uh, city council is trying to, in order to get the second Amazon headquarters, basically having city employees entirely devoted 
to Amazon. So like you're a city employee and you work for Amazon. And that's the thing. It's insane. It's it's disgusting. And this guy, uh, yeah, he's that seems bad. It's not good. No. Also, Amazon don't pay their fucking taxes to uh, this my country, and apparently the NHS wait times are the highest they've been in ten years. So, dope. Huh? Maybe if they like pay taxes, I could go to the fucking hospital and not die. But. But if we make them pay taxes, then they'll leave. What if, Alex, instead you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps like Jeff Bezos did when he got, like, a what what was it, like a $100,000 loan from his parents to start the company? (laughs) Do you think you could do that? I could pull myself up by my bootstraps and uh, diagnose my own mystery illness and then give myself a hysterectomy. (laughs) 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 It's all coming together. Yeah, but uh, I really want the the energy of bootlickers guy and the girl in the fucking sailor suit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, are on such vast ends of the spectrum, but I want to see them in the same room. <laughs> yeah, it's just wild just that like happen. a government got so close to doing something good and then backed down the moment they were faced with any sort of opposition. Because the man with infinite money wanted to keep more exactly. infinite money to himself. He instead really of literally He doesn't even know what to do with it, he pittance. said. He really doesn't. Like, it would be, like, the equivalent, like, I'm not going to do the exact math because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be, like, the equivalent of, like, one, one of us giving, like, a penny to the entire homeless population of our city. Oh, and my Jesus God. won't do that. He's like mount- he mounted a whole campaign to like get them to back down from that because he wants to. Oh, uh-huh, it's a slippery oh, yeah. slope. Once you start helping Fair the homeless life. people, then who else do you have to help? Yeah, if you could help homeless people, maybe they could pull themselves up by their bootstraps and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's once it's just a fact. This podcast yeah. condones cannibalism. A little bit. Anyway, <laughs> well, not really because Jeff Bezos isn't a person. Um, that's true. Do, does anybody else have a shout out that they wanted to mention that we didn't talk about nah. this week and is on on the spirit okay well let's I think it's time to get into questions so you can actually send us a question on, on hkipgtt.tumblr.com slash ask or to our email which is hkipgtd at gmail.com we will probably read your emails in a monthly mailbag episode rather than on the show because we are very bad at looking at the email. So Tumblr is probably the best place for you to send your questions. So let's start with Akumioi who asked, how can Trump rip up those papers when his hands are so tiny? Oh my God. Dab. Got it. I just got the news. Donald got Trump it. retired. <laughs> <laughs> Do they give him like... Retired bitch. We did Do they it. give... Is it... They give him, like, A5 paper instead of A4. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got, he got, he goes, like, oop, 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 like, all the way down. Like, little tears. He, oh, man. Resign. He puts it in his mouth and, like, nibbles on it, like Sonny from A Series of Unfortunate Events. <laughs> he chews on it like cud. Yes, we were talking in the Discord when we were <laughs> over the story about how Trump probably loves bubble wrap. <laughs> I mean, me too, but also like, oh my god. Everyone likes bubble wrap. 
Why can't... Oh, my God. It has... It's bubble wrap, but it has the seal of the president of the United States all over it. He would love that. <laughs> Somebody get him that, he like would a love fidget that toy. So much. Yeah. So people Sounds just good. that that that, that um, folder of like completely blank paper that they said showed they were hard at work on something. Just hand him that and let him just tear oh, yeah. that up, just for fun. Oh, get it out sure. of his system. Just print off our, you know, just write nonsense on it and say this is important, <laughs> and he won't read it. But it does. It seems like it doesn't matter. No, no matter how much paper we give him, he will tear it up, and no one can stop him. <laughs> no one Any stop. piece of paper you give him, he will tear up. <laughs> if you give him a card, if you give him laminated paper, if you give him thick, but if you give him paper that's been folded up eight times, he will fold it nine <laughs> and then rip it. <laughs> he is so strong, and there's so much power in those small hands. We need to tap. We need to harness this renewable energy. He's just cranking a lever <laughs> for the entire United States. Uh, Tumblr user Matt Tramampoline asks, question for the pod. What if Mitt Romney gave Funny Drump his binder full of women? What would happen? <laughs> Do you remember when that binders was like full? a stupid thing you could say? That was such an innocent time. Oh, oh yeah. That was like the stupidest thing. We were all talking about that. For I know. Him I ironing know. his suit with, while wearing it. Like, that was a big story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. We were so young then. You were so innocent. Take me back. Mm-hmm. I keep trying not to think about how unbelievably stupid the 2021 election is going to be. Oh, it's going to be the worst wait. Democratic primary of all time. <laughs> I'm tired of it. The worst election of all time. Every we, we thought 2016 was bad. Get ready for your 2016. Two years and this Boogaloo. podcast will be in fucking turbo drive. Oh my god, I'm I'm <laughs> literally gonna break down. I'm gonna have to start seeing five different therapists. I'm not ready. For <laughs> the thing this. is, is that the election <laughs> discussion is gonna start in 2019. We're never gonna be free of it. No, like, mm. oh okay. fuck, we have six months. Son of a bitch. All right, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so let's not think about Akumi also says. On a more serious note, Bezos fights against the taxes because once you have that much money, it's just about power. Getting concessions and avoiding taxes is about establishing that they can do whatever they want and that we are dependent on them. Straight facts. Straight up. Yes. Yes. T. Wow. Exactly Wait. The legend yeah. jumped out. Mm-hmm. The, the mind. Big worm. Exactly. Like. <laughs> the behavior you displayed was iconic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Wow! No, but that is true. It does sound like we're making fun of them at this point, but it actually is. So, odd days, George asked. It's (laughs) absolutely odd days. George asked. It's absolutely not against the law to face pennies. People do it all the time for like souvenirs. So, I guess this was in response to a previous discussion about it's illegal to deface u.s currency technically i but like, believe it was me who said that they should just deface it and it was sam who shut me down because he likes to silence women i don't know called out no no it's I am only, eventually like, going to get called out for making up fake claims about someone <laughs> on the show being racist and <laughs> he's not i'm sorry sam <laughs> Well, the thing with um, 
deface like I don't actually know how legit defacing money is as a law in the US but like you can do it it's probably fine also you can break laws it's okay be gay do crimes yeah when one of us runs for president Josh you're the oldest could you theoretically run for president no I think you have to be what 35 yeah but eventually oh well I mean, <laughs> I mean and then we could all work on your team it'd be like veep Oh god, oh, that would be, be like good. Uh, and yeah, then B Day do, do crimes can Yeah, and then B Gay Do Crimes can be like your slogan. Oh that's perfect. Exactly. Okay, so And then the and first then you law institute... you repeal is defacing money, so I can deface money. <laughs> Sounds good. But wait, then it wouldn't be a crime. Mm. So how would we keep up our promise of doing crimes? I'd do another Arson. crime. Oh yeah, do more <laughs> I'd do Arson. another crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> tumblr user maxi satan official asks former yugoslav republic of macedonia name proposals that will fully satisfy both them and greece once and for all go so we got to come up with cute names for the current uh republic of macedonia former yugoslav republic of macedonia i guess them and greece are having some arguments we're both very we're all i think kind of dumb on this podcast not let me not speak for everybody i'm very dumb balkans banter is serious business i'm not qualified for this Uh, no all i listen all i know about europe is from eurovision and i live there so (laughs) maybe we shouldn't do this Okay. Is Macedonia good at Eurovision? Um, they've been in it a couple of times. I don't think they were in okay. it this year, but yeah, they're okay. I'm not mad at Macedonia or Greece. Two Sorry. Balkans, two Furious. That's my proposal. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, it's called Alex really likes aubergines. So, Ooh. and there's a lot in Greek cooking, so I'd imagine there's some in uh, FYR Macedonia cooking whatever i'm just hungry i'm sorry it's late that's okay valid thank you so uh anonymous asks if you were to change h-k-i-p-g-t-d into h-k-i-b-g-t-d what would the b stand for boys big pussy gaming (laughs) (laughs) it sounds this one's hard because it's it doesn't with the format like uh, Henry Kissinger is big pussy gaming going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what your issue is. Okay, sorry. Fine. Yeah, I mean it's true. Like move over cellar door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, positive stress asks, are you ever going to apologize on air for saying big pussy gaming? No, fuck no. off. No. no, I was the one who uh, was no. on that episode, and no, once again trying to no. silence us. <laughs> This is. <laughs> he's not even on this episode, and he's still silent. <laughs> we love you, Sam. Well, is this, isn't this a, isn't this a gays only event? So, yeah, it's true. correct. Anonymous asks: Elon Musk will event a mech called the Union Busting Machine. Correct. Isn't that what he the flamethrowers are for? A fact. Yep. That is, yes. Oh, oh yeah. god, the flamethrowers. We you know, talk about the flamethrowers. We, we did talk about it on the mailbag, but please, I, I want to talk about it fucking more. <laughs> oh, Who There's wants a, a flamethrower in front of their baby? 
There was a woman firing with a stroller, and the her, the guy she was with is firing a flamethrower. <laughs> Why do you have that? There's no reason. <laughs> it's because it's epic. Why? It is epic. They're going beast mode it's with a flamethrower. It's a really good way to give your baby a haircut because they wriggle around a lot. <laughs> so if you just shoot fire at the top of their head, then you know. Oh yeah. You get the worst of it. Well, I've spent hours and hours ripping up all my pieces of paper, and now I can just light them on fire. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the thing about I was thinking today about how Elon Musk will build a mech, and you know who else has built a mech and is a you know a rich like Playboy kind of money dude. I don't know Batman, Lex Luthor. Oh, I was close. Ooh. You were close, but I was going for bad but guy. Lex Luthor is bald, and Elon Musk had like scalp surgery or something to be less bald. With the flamethrower, he will burn his scalp off. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Galaxy brain. Hey, do you think Anonymous. there's... Oh, oh, just real quick. Do you think there's fan art out there of Donald Trump holding one of Elon Musk's flamethrowers? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And ben Garrison is absolutely no going to draw that into existence. And he's just throwing oh paper Tonight, into it. I am going to go to DeviantArt.com and I'm going to type in Elon Musk and see what comes up. Oh, Lord, no, nothing good will. God bless Can you. we ask one of our, you know, many talented artists uh, that listen to the show to do that for us, or is that cruelty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever you do in your own time is is your business. So, uh, man, I'm sure n- that image probably exists somewhere and is captioned with all sorts of excited, thank you, Donald Trump, for protecting America with your flamethrower captions. Anonymous asks... When Henry dies, will the podcast be called Henry Kissinger is Detroit Become Dead? <laughs> oh, there, it is. <laughs> there you go. That was it. Thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. Call back. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, yeah call back. <laughs> Don't talk to them. <laughs> I am Become Dead, Henry Kissinger Destroyer of um, Asia. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God. Maxi Satan official also said to us, Fuck, Mary kill. Jukebox the ghost, the mountain goats, or AJJ. The band. I've only ever listened to AJJ out of those. So I've, I've, yeah. I'm gonna pass. I've really only I've listened only to the mountain goats. I, I only listen to the, I've listened to some Jukebox the Ghost, but I only listen to I don't to think we have goats. a great uh, cast currently to answer this question. No, I, I haven't listened to any of them. I only listen to Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, oh, well, yeah. And Cher performing valid. West Side Story, so I can't comment. Go off. Okay. Thank- well, just by instinct I'm sure- alone, I'm gonna go ahead and say fuck AJJ, marry the Mountain Goats, and kill Jukebox. There you go. Sure. That sounds fair. That's an answer. Yep. Okay. Canon. Anonymous asked a Marxist analysis of Animorphs, and that's the whole question. <laughs> I think <laughs> isn't that Sarah's podcast? Yeah, yeah. it's Sarah's podcast. Send this the into Wonder- the Wonder Yerks. The Wonder Yerks is about that. I'm, uh, yeah. So next time she go. is on, we will have her answer that. We'll d- d- hold her at you know point <laughs> and be like, <laughs> we will force her to answer that question for you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And anonymous asks, how does host of the show Patrick reconcile their Targaryen monarchism with their apparent? I think we've read tendencies? this one before. 
the people demand to know and it's because it's not real okay <laughs> i think we we're also saving that for patrick we've had a lot of questions for specific hosts recently damn it but none for us oh, well. no because we have hates no them. votes we're the no questions. <sighs> no one wants to kill us no one wants to kill us and nobody asks us questions <laughs> well, maybe maybe now after so, this episode people will know who we are yeah, and and yeah. Uh, my light bringer that I would like to talk about this week is Love Island. Okay, what is that? It's a it's a British reality TV show. Although recently there is an Australian version, which I haven't seen, so I can't comment on. But basically, the format is that you have I think it's about six men and six women and they enter this spanish villa and they will have to couple up and find true love and move around basically this means that people are walking around in swimwear doing stupid challenges getting into fights and snogging each other that sounds lovely sounds great to me it's it's really fun like um it's something that is really popular over here and i mean i enjoy it it's like light entertainment you end up really i think like with any good reality tv show you really end up caring about people and having like strong opinions about Mm -hmm. what's going on and there's definitely Mm -hmm. that like if you go if you go into the love island hashtag on twitter you will see (laughs) uh, just a barrage of memes that no one's gonna understand because you haven't been watching it Um, so I would say check it out because it is just like it's like junk food is there like a competitive you might have said this is there like a competitive like aspect to it or is it just people hanging out yeah snogging so you can get like voted off the show essentially Mm -hmm. people get voted and moved in so you have like an odd number of people and it like it stirs up competition basically and then at the end of because it goes on for ages basically (laughs) but at the end of the um the competition uh the public votes for like who their favorite couple are oh wow and you win money that's my two favorite things is being in love and getting money i mean that's really the ideal it does turn into a lot of people sounds good yeah it is just like is it's like fucking i mean the other thing is it is also just like attractive people running around in a nice spanish fucking mansion and flirting with each other (laughs) it's kind of basically bachelor in paradise except without the terrible bachelor contestants yeah it's i mean people are kind of terrible but the thing (laughs) is they leave when they're terrible that's good so yeah tonight the latest show tonight they like launched a um like a they had two people up for eviction and i voted so hopefully Haley and i think charlie leave Anyway, so there's a whole thing. It's really fun. Fingers crossed. But yeah, it's really fun. And if you have a chance to check it out, then I would suggest it. I know it's on, I know the first two seasons are on Netflix in the UK. 
and the current season is on now. Awesome. Cool. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, uh, Who's next? I guess so. I can I, I can go now. Uh, so I've just been thinking okay. about what I've been doing recently since we last since mm-hmm. I was last on, and I think I decided my Lightbringer is just summer because like I the moment the sun comes out and it gets above like seventy five, I am taking every opportunity to be on porches, be on patios, be at the beach, be in a pool, mm-hmm. mowing the lawn, going on walks, like having the windows open, everything about it. I like I. I always forget during winter uh, that I'm like how good life can be <laughs> during summer. <laughs> yeah, that's a mood. I know not everyone feels <laughs> that way. Like some people think the heat is like depressing or whatever, but I I would so much rather like feel like I'm like melting than be even a little bit cold. Uh, Ooh, I'm the opposite. But I do <laughs> like I mean just like the visuals of summer and like how yeah. I don't know, all my old the sun is out. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I actually, town. yeah, I like being cold, but I mean, summer's fun. Yeah, and Absolutely. yeah, I went on a walk today and I almost died. I got <laughs> dehydrated to do the pot because <laughs> it's so fucking hot out there. I get it. I like looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. Get to see. My, um, uh. in my garden, we have a cherry tree and it is for the probably about a week they'll be out of season but right now it's fucking cherry season mm-hmm. so yes. we just have like a bucket full of cherries and it's good nice. yeah that sounds awesome well even like from my, like fruit. my window right now i can now see like a bunch of trees there's a groundhog out in the yard just standing up Fuck there's yeah. like birds like and i mean there's also some fucking bugs flying around which i hate but in winter everything's oh just my God, dead I have... yeah yeah. I do not like it when all the bugs aren't dead anymore. Yes. Yeah. I we mean, need that's them a... to live, but they. Oh, suck. there's a rabbit I can see now. Oh, that's a friend. <laughs> Where the fuck do you live? <laughs> you live in Winnie the Pooh's like house. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same experience today, Josh. On my walk, I saw bunch of birds different species rabbits squirrels i got like five feet away from a deer before it freaked oh, out yeah. and ran it that's the cool. midwest baby like, what nice. a beautiful place to live we always say <laughs> not not really <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i can uh say that my light bringer for this week is the fact that it was just pride weekend here in boston oh, yeah and um, on Sunday, like my na- local neighborhood, which is a lot of like families and young lesbians, um, we all gathered together for a block party and there were like music performances and also like a show where after each uh, drag queen performance, there would be a dog that was modeled for everybody that's up for <gasps> adoption. Wow. So it was like, oh. dogs and drag queens. And then um, two of my favorite I, things. Yeah, and I also because it was like such a big neighborhood event, I was t- like chatting with mostly like lesbian couples and their little kids who were like really excited to talk to me because you know like little kids they'll just like run up to you and yeah. be like I have this ice cream and you're like holy crap that's amazing <laughs> and it was just I just love the like oh it's pride we can all like get together and you know have a community and. 
uh, celebrate and you know continue to celebrate in spite of the bullshit mm-hmm. that we're currently in. And it just is important, I think, to uh, get in with your community and yeah, uh, have a good time. And also, I love the like, gays. Celebrate alive, being alive. I love the gays. Also, is a thing. Yes. Tomorrow is um, our Pride weekend, and we're kicking it off by um, our very good vice president Mike Pence is mm. coming to our city tomorrow so we're all gonna have a big gay dance party outside the hotel Fuck it's yeah. gonna be fun I hope I get to tell him he's a bitch <laughs> I hope you do too I hope I, I not that I want you to get like negative attention as well as positive attention but I almost want you to be the host that becomes the girl in the sailor suit who was interviewed by InfoWars <laughs> I, want, I want like CNN or somebody to come yeah, okay, to you and you're just like fuck this actually, guy um, this basically already happened to you on Twitter good, recently though it, there's kind of like a milkshake duck situation so I hope I don't find out anything similar about yeah. the um, troop in Seattle but anyway so is oh. my, am I up yeah. 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 Okay. So using the word Lightbringer in the loosest <laughs> sense possible, I saw a film this weekend, and my whole life I've always loved spooks and skeletons. I was, um, I mean, I, I've been really into horror films since I was in middle school. I also got, I mean, I love like horror novels. Um, I was super obsessed with creepypasta during its like heyday in like the late 2000s. Um, I, I, I like being, I like finding creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the aesthetic of it and you know, et cetera. Me um, too. So there is a film that is out right now that has been getting a lot of hype. And the name of the film is Hereditary. It's so and good. A friend and I went Monday night. Um, both of us knowing as little about it as possible, um, which is the best way to see it, but again, best in like the loosest sense of the word possible. And before I walked into the theater, I was like, I am getting a refund if I don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get a refund. Oh, wow. I We're speaking to a ghost. Died. Like I knew going in that it was pretty light on um, jump scares. Mm. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't go see it in the theater because I'm a big, I'm a big little baby. Can't can't handle those spooks like that. Um, but mm-hmm. I was still in like the third act. There were long stretches where I was like instinctively holding my hands over my ears in preparation for like a spooky sound because mm. I, it oh I, it's just like I've seen a lot of horror movies and this raised the ceiling for horror movies for mm-hmm. me a lot and. I thought there was no way it could live up to the hype because there was a lot of it, but I mean, oh my. Like, I can't talk about it without spoiling it, but there's just, it's a lot. (laughs) If you want to subject yourself to a lot. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. Um, I read the Wikipedia, and so now I know what I'm going into. So, yeah. Yeah, um, (laughs) I did not know what I was going into, and I... (laughs) I read a review where um, it talked about how it does two things really well, which is horror and terror. Mm -hmm. And horror is looking at something horrifying, and terror is not wanting to look. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it stretches out the sequences of terror, just 
like I was, I was like doubled over dying because I, I just, I just couldn't, didn't want to look. I didn't want to yeah. look. It was so mm-hmm. bad, but it was, it's very good to me. Anyway, it was, it's, that's great. I loved it so much. And there's like, I want to rewatch yeah. it because there's so afterwards, me and my friends were all talking and there was so much little stuff that were like, wait, you didn't <laughs> see this like in the corner of the screen or you didn't see this like little thing. No. Yeah. There was, there is one moment in the third act. Um, you probably know what I'm yeah. talking about where like there, there's something in the corner of the screen that I was oh just like god. whispering, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, to myself over and over again. I, I, I'm just like getting chills thinking about it right now. I know, like, I want to see it again to pick up on like the foreshadowing and uh-huh. stuff, but um, like there's certain images I don't want to see <laughs> That's again. That's true. Oh, you guys are hyping up so good. It comes out like this friday for me and i'm trying to convince my mother to go see with me (laughs) because she is the type of person who made me watch horror films as a child um it's very viscerally upsetting on a level that i've ever seen like an emotional level it's really upsetting okay she'll love it then it also made me like cry for a long part of it and i don't want to say any more than that um but like Mm-hmm. I felt like real like grief almost <laughs> during it's like yeah it just, like wow. hereditary it understands that like the real horror from like horrifying things happening like blood and gore it's it's not it's not the image itself it's like the emotions behind it and it just it's yeah oh anyway I, I, can't, yeah. I, I can't keep talking <laughs> we're definitely it. having a real like horror renaissance at the moment for sure mm-hmm. yes oh yeah it's um the studio is 824, mm-hmm. which is the same oh, studio yes. that produced, um, like, a lot of indie darling films, both horror and not, like, um, yeah. the A24 ones that, the non-horror ours. ones would be, um, like, Moonlight, Lady Bird, and the horror ones are It Comes at Night, which I haven't seen, but I've heard great things about, and The mm-hmm. Witch, which is, like, one of my top three favorite movies Very ever, similar just in some like, ways. the past couple years has come out, but, like, The Witch isn't, it's not scary, it's just kind of creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This hereditary is scary. It's scary. Also, yeah, awesome. I, one last note for me is uh, Colin sets into the soundtrack, and he's this amazing. Oh God, yeah, the soundtrack is really yeah. good. He, he's known for like playing the saxophone that's like as big as like as big as his entire body. Um, I don't even know that might be nice. That rules. I didn't know saxophone. Oh yeah, that big. please put it in. Just a big, I need big to see this. Okay. Um, and God, he just, he just goes and the music that he creates all like perfectly, like the moment I was like, he's doing the soundtrack for this. It's like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Cause it's just like so ominous. Is, and... Um, th- this is not a spoiler, but there is a tweet that was like, um, the most relatable part I've ever, the most relatable thing I've ever seen in a movie was when, um, Tony Collette gets an email oh asking how her latest project is going yeah. and the scary music gets louder. <laughs> so that was a good choice. That is really loud. Oh! I know, you're, you're looking at the picture chest. of the saxophone. It looks like it's photoshopped to be bigger than it is. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta look at this big old picture. Oh my god. <laughs> we have got to end this episode. Yeah. We've got to end this episode. Alright, okay. so... Thank you for all of those excellent light bringers. And we want to thank all of our listeners and our patrons. Um, 
as I said in the Tumblr portion, but you can find us everywhere at HKIPGTD. Our Tumblr, our Facebook, our Twitter, our email. Um, you can find the link to our Discord in the sidebar of our Tumblr. Uh, and our Discord, it slaps, frankly. <laughs> and I also... <laughs> I want to... Uh, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. And we want to say thank you to all of our patrons. Um, if you donate to the Patreon at the $1 level, you get all of the bonus content we produce, which is longer form light bringers, both written and recorded, and other fun bonus content that we love to upload, like fun audio treats that you can have for just a dollar. So at uh, $5 a month, you will get a special role in our Discord. These are our comrades, and a shout-out for being such good comrades. And at $10, you get all of that stuff, plus uh, even more special role that allows you, you that allows you to listen in on the podcast while we're recording it, which some of our comrades are doing right now. Hi. And Hi. so, hello! <laughs> and uh, it's thanks to um, patrons that... Uh, Josh and I are both able to get new mics and can sound really nice and, you know, help us upgrade the equipment and make the show better. And we really appreciate that. And so we want to shout out all of our patrons who are Ambius, Rowan Berg, Star Asterism, Lost in Foundation, Alex Schaup, Nick Jagged, David Bozer, Sasha, 500 Bs. <laughs> Goku, <laughs> yourself, that's my new favorite. Goku is a trans man. Ballard. Ballard. Yes. Summer Geist, Helga K, Delaney Fritz, one eight hundred. Are you slapping? M Chambers, Cadejo Jones, Harry Tomlinson, Dijonais, Jordan Hogan, Charlotte Warmington, Pregnant Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Kingstone Feria, Scout Shiro, Petaz, Evan, Lowe, Brett Houts, Stephanie Ruff, Ollie Anders, and Ellen Nordhoff. Jesus, that's a lot thank of people. Thank you so much for all of our donations. Yeah, and thank you. for supporting us. It is absolutely bonkers. Uh, we're on episode 26 of this podcast, and you have all been very generous to support us, so thank you. And if uh, we also want to say thank you to... Um, the taxpayers for the use of their song evil men off of the album cold-hearted town which is our theme song that you hear at the beginning and um i think that's everything gamers um i think that's podcast. yeah that was a good so, video game podcast, podcast we did where we talked all about e3 and all the cool video games that came out yes i had fun yes what a good gaming podcast i'm glad you all had fun so oh, memento pokemon shout out to um enemy of the show host of the show friend of the show brooks for getting quoted in the Washington oh my god Post. yeah oh yes yeah, shout, <laughs> shout out to gamer of the year uh speaking of hosts are we gonna make our announcement oh yeah oh, oh yeah of course before we end it uh we wanted to give a hearty thank you and we'll see you soon to host the show eddie who is going to be stepping down from his role as a host he will, of course will still be in the discord and like hanging out and doing all of his good podcasts but just timing wise uh it's not going to be feasible for him to be on as much so uh but you can of course find eddie at tumblr uh squizpillion.tumblr.com and on twitter at squizpillion and you can listen to him on the good 
good podcast post Game of Thrones and Yari Yari Boys. And uh, it's the reason that we are all here today. Those two yeah. podcasts. Yeah, true, true. So it is. That is. That's how it happened. Um, so thank you, Eddie, and uh, happy trails. We uh, will we'll miss you every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. So, to Eddie. Goodbye forever. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, Eddie. And so. <laughs> and goodbye to all of you. Memento Pokemon. Memento Eddie Mori. Memento Pokemon. Mori. Memento Eddie Mori. Oh. Bye, everybody. Happy. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday.